know. It's cold outside. I know. It was 33 degrees when I woke up, and I did not want to embrace that at all. And it's going to get colder. Yeah, just colder. I mean, we're in November. Tomorrow is November 1st. Wow. And so while it's not winter yet, it's starting to feel like winter. The weather is just cold. Yeah. So this is something, you know, that I struggle with, and I'm sure a lot of people struggle with every year, but the winter coming and the cold coming and what that means. And there's a name for it. Mm -hmm. It's called winter blues. Yep. Winter blues. And so it's funny because when we were preparing for this, the one thing that came to my mind at first is like, oh, no, it's going to be so cold. But then as I started reflecting, I started realizing like how many positive memories I do have with the winter. And somehow like my perception of what the winter is, is not in line with my actual experience of the winter. Like it has such a bad like name. Mm -hmm. But actually, when it comes down to it, some of the best memories that I have of the winter are sledding down the front stairs or sitting with hot chocolate and marshmallows and just like having so many memories of the fireplace. So there's so many positive things like skiing, snow tubing. Those memories are like some of the most like fuzzy memories, I would call them. But then again, every time the winter comes, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. So I think I think that when you were saying that, it made me think of, um, yeah, there's so many things I love about the winter. Like I love wearing my winter boots. I mm-hmm. love my winter sweaters, the cozy clothing. Um, I love going on midwinter vacation, you know, mm-hmm. going somewhere sunny when it's cold at home. I love skiing. I love winter sports, but <laughs> the things that I don't like about the winter and the things that I like about the summer, I think for me outweighs what I do like about the winter. And that's why yeah. even though when we break it down, there's so many things that we love about the winter, there's a lot of fear and anxiety being like, I can't believe it's the winter. I can't believe I have to kind of get through the next yeah. six months. Also, the winter is very long. It's not like two months of real cold. Oh, so fun. We can go skiing and It starts like in October, it starts getting cold. Yeah. And it's cold till March. Mm -hmm. Last year, we had snow in October. So it was a really early winter. And also, once we switch the clocks, the days get so short. And I think the darkness is also what's really, really hard to handle. Because when you wake up, sometimes it's still dark outside, right? The sun today is only rising by 7.15. I mean, next week, we'll switch the clocks, and it'll be a drop earlier. But then also, like by the time 5 o'clock hits, it's getting dark. Yeah. It's a short day. It's a short day. Uh, People who are working nine to five jobs and maybe have to travel early in the morning don't even get much sunlight. Mm -hmm. You know, don't get outside. So I decided that this winter is being different for me. Okay. I'm not going to just like endure the winter. So I went and did a lot of research on winter blues and how to get kind of your best winter. Mm -hmm. And what came up was it's my favorite. I'm going to have to try it and see what happens. So in... um, um, So I saw in the Scandinavian countries that they don't look at it as... The winter is just a time to endure. Mm. They look at it as like an opportunity. So mm-hmm. I really read what they do to kind of get like some inspiration and some tips um, of what, you know, what I can take on and kind of copy them. Yeah. So what is it that the Scandinavians do? Like how do they incorporate um, this time of year? What is it that they do best? Okay. So they have this term, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correct, but it's I think it's pronounced huga. And that's the definition of looking at it as a time to like enjoy and relax and cuddle up and 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 get um get together with old friends. So I think, you know, if you would want to put it in a sentence, hygge, like I had a really good hygge last night by 
having a chess game with my friend by the fire. Mm, it sounds like a really good like introverted party where it's almost like everybody is warm inside even though it's freezing outside. But it's just exactly. like a time to like reflect within yourself or to sit and to maybe like be more with family, be more with friends, mm -hmm. do things that are like more inside the house and yeah. less like loudness in your life exactly. and more like reflective. Yeah. So it's like a really, it's a time to really, to really appreciate that, you know, mm. those kind of things that sometimes we don't have time for. I really like that because it's, it's almost like appreciating the time rather than saying, oh, this is so bad, mm -hmm. right? Your mentality about it is just like, oh, the winter is coming and exactly. like, just like waiting to like pass or waiting for it to be over. And instead saying like, no, this is a time of the year that is an opportunity. Whereas like the other, the other right. months you might be out and you might be with work and friends mm -hmm. and doing things that are just like bigger. Whereas now this is in a different way bigger, right? You're doing activities that are more family focused, that are more inner focused. Right. It's almost like you have that time to work on yourself. You have that time to do more thinking, that right. time to journal, that time to like spend time with family members or friends that you wouldn't necessarily have that opportunity to. It's almost like the weather forces you in. It's, it's sort of like reminding me of Shabbos, right? Right. It's like a forced break, right. a forced time to exactly. look within yourself. Exactly. You're right. And exactly. And so the same way so many people are like, oh, Shabbos, I have so many things to do. Mm -hmm. Instead of looking at it as a time to endure, you could just look at a time, okay, what can I get out of this and what can I appreciate from it. Yeah, I really like that. I, I think like I'm going to try to apply that this year to my winter yeah. just to see like what comes out of it because I am tired of having that mentality. Right. Like it bothers me every single year that I'm upset about it and I don't right. want to be upset right. about the winter anymore. Exactly. I want to really appreciate the winter and I want to build more memories and it's sort of like I want to bring it back into my control mm -hmm. rather than feeling like this weather is taking me over or right. that I have to move to Florida because exactly. I'm not ready to move. So. Right. But I, I do threaten moving to Florida like every day in the winter. Yeah. You know, that's it. Why are we living in New York? We're crazy. We should move to Florida. But you know, the interesting thing is, is that when I did research like about seasonal affective disorder, mm -hmm. because that's winter blues is when someone's mood is like a little bit off, but like they're they're not exactly in a depressive state. But seasonal affective disorder is a real type of depression that actually people suffer with during the winter months, which is more when it's freezing cold, they start to get symptoms of depression. And it's right. not just for one week. It's more than two weeks where they feel more agitated. They're not eating or they're eating too much, like all the symptoms of depression, mm -hmm. sadness, um, staying in bed longer than they than they should be, not hanging out with people. Those those experiences come out with seasonal affective disorder. Right. But interestingly enough, I thought it was only winter. It comes out in summer too. Right. Because some people don't like the summer or the heat, and they're actually experiencing seasonal affective disorder right. yeah, I think during we, the summer I think months. We, I think I talked about that in our summer podcast. That yeah. it does come out in the summer. Um, I think we see it more in the winter, yes, but there is definitely a percentage yeah. that suffers from this and in the summer. And also just another fun fact is that it affects women more than it affects men. More women are affected by seasonal affective disorder than men are, which I don't know what the roots of that are or where that comes from, but it's just something to keep in mind. Right. Yeah, and I think that with, you know, seasonal affective disorder, affective disorder, you know, there's different treatments that can help the winter. And some of them might help from people who are suffering from maybe a more serious case of winter blues. Mm -hmm. um, some of it is, you know, light. There's a lot of studies and research on light therapy. Yeah. Um, but I think if you go back more to the natural cause, at the end of the day, winter blues, seasonal affective disorder, it's coming from the loss of light. Yeah. It's the deficiency of vitamin D. 
And I think that try to get outside and get as much light as possible, Mm -hmm. even in those cold, cold, dark days. Yeah. And there are like certain light bulbs that show or they've proven to help with it. I don't know if it's a complete cure, but some people it does. It does does, help as well. And fish oil as well is shown to help. So lots of omega-3 and eating a lot of salmon has that or just to take a capsule or a vitamin. Like those things have really shown to help people. But in addition to the sunlight, I think there's also the aspect of our our daily routine is different. Mm. So you're not necessarily being with people as much because it's so cold. It's harder to get out. So there's like we always say nature versus nurture. I think here it's it's um, on the one hand, there's like the environmental part, Mm -hmm. but then there's also the social part. So there is the weather and there is the daylight piece and there is like the genetic or biological component. But then there still is, I think, the social aspect of it that really does influence that. And so, yeah, it's making me it's making me think of the fact that I didn't hate winter till I had kids. Mm. I was fine with it. I was fine with the winter as a, you know, as a single girl. Like, it was fine. I had fun. I would go out to eat with my friends. We would. Um, I remember those, like, cozy nights, long mm-hmm. restaurant dinners, like, five courses, just, you know, a couple hours at night. We would, you know, I would watch a lot of movies at night. I would do a lot of work, focus on college, um, go on vacation, go to the mall. I don't know who is skiing because I love skiing. Like, it was fine. Mm-hmm. I think that children bring a dynamic where it's easier to be with kids outdoors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when the winter takes that away, it makes it harder. You're home with the kids whatever time you get home from work or whatever your day, whenever you pick them up from school. And it's, it's a long afternoon. Yeah. I think that's something that, you know, to put in. And I wonder if other people feel the same way of, like, winter wasn't such a big thing, you know, before they had kids. But there was that, that shift. Yeah. Right, because or like different stages in our life, different seasons become harder. Like you remember how cranky I was in the summer about the heat. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just that crank. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't remember either complaining when I was 10 years old about the heat. I was just so happy. Right. I don't remember as a kid either just complaining about the different weathers. I think as I got older also, like that's when it started bothering me more. But the one thing that I do find that helps me a lot in the winter is making sure that everything is properly heated and that I'm properly mm-hmm. dressed for the weather. Right. So it's like so I cannot. Cold. Right. So I'm just not cold. Like if I'm not cold, I'm happy. If I'm right. cold, I'm not. And, and right. really that's what it boils down to. So it's like put on the heat even if it costs more money put on the heat like there was one i would you know there was one year where um when i first had moved into my house and we didn't know like how to use the heating system properly and i wasn't sure if it was even going to work and i didn't know how how um how much it would cost and so what i did that year was we just used like the plug-in things rather than the actual heating system and i remember being so miserable and it happened to be it was like the most brutal winter like it snowed just like every single day and it was freezing and i remember like like my like my body never fully got warm and i was was just such a crank, right? I was just in such a bad mood. I didn't want to do anything. Like my body was just aching beyond. And so the next year I said, what am I doing? Like, turn on the regular right. heat. Like, right. why not? And after that, it was a totally different experience for me. So much so, like, it's important for me to heat up the car before I go into right. it. It's important that when I come home, the heat is on, that when I wake up, the heat is on. And that's something that for me is worth investing in. And I know for some people, like, depending on the size of your house, it could be extremely, like, expensive to do that. Um, you know, so some people turn it off in the middle of the night or they'll put it on a schedule throughout the day. Like, for me, heat is one of those things that I don't mess around with because I know it'll affect my whole quality of living. There and, you, you know, for some people, it doesn't bother them. But for me, when I am cold, I don't want to I don't want to do anything. And so it's important for me not to be cold. Right. And so in addition to that, the next thing that helps me a lot is that I have a hot water bottle. Mm. That is my best friend. I like carry it around with me everywhere. What do you do with the hot water bottle? Well, I'm constantly like filling it up. You're and drinking it's just, the hot water? No, not drinking it. Well, just also holding. drinking teas. I just hold it. 
You should hold I think one. it's like a security blanket also. Oh, like, yeah, I don't know if I ever had one as a kid. Like, I should ask my mother if I, I had, had like a, a security blanket. Like, you know, those kids that walk around, they're yeah. like teddy bears and stuff. I don't know if I had one, but it's just like it's a hot water bottle and I have them in different sizes and different colors. And my friend even bought me one for my birthday. Interesting. So, and I just like, I walk around with them and they're just like, they're great. Like, you can put it on your hands, you can put it on your feet, you can use it for your back, you can use it for your shoulders. Like, they have all different types and it's just like, it's warm and it's cozy. Cool. And it just, it makes me happy. <laughs> That's very interesting. <laughs> you're like, I'm not sure if this is something cool or if this is something like extremely weird. Like, you know, like when you're in that like bordering cool. point. No, yeah. no, it sounds like a very good creative idea, Shira. Listen, you know what? At the end of the day, it works. Right. Right. We and I think that's find... what it boils down to. What works. Right. And I think that like going back to what you said before about like shifting them. I want to shift that mentality, too. I don't want to be this like for this winter. Like I don't want to like have to endure it and get through it. I want to find the things that work and I want to enjoy like like enjoy the seasons enjoy mm -hmm. the fact that it changes yeah it's not i mean if i had to choose one i could probably choose like sun but i i don't i live in new york right now and there's four seasons and it appreciate all those seasons yeah and you know there's so much to offer in each season and you know we're, we're people who live in in um in areas where the seasons pretty much stay the same like i think it gets boring Right. And I think that, like, they don't ha – they, they lose out on what snow looks it's like. It's funny. I was actually talking about it yesterday because I was going, we should move to Miami because, you know, I, I kind of go through that every other day in the winter. And um, not that it's even the winter yet, <laughs> but it's starting the winter. <laughs> but um, I was saying that, like, my friend who lives in, in Florida, she had to endure the summer because it's really hot there. Yes. So there's kind of – well, not everywhere because California is kind of nice all, all year round. But, mm -hmm. but if you live in California, once it hits like 60 degrees, they're wearing Uggs <laughs> and they're freezing. <laughs> right. So they call that their winter. That's but their winter. The, the point is that in other places, not everywhere, you know, they have to endure a really, really hot summer. They have to get through that. Even being in the pool is not an option, you know, because yeah. it's too hot. So I guess we have to endure the winter. They have to endure their summer. Like there's nothing is going to be – I wouldn't Oh my gosh, this is taking me on a whole. Like, is there thought. an ideal place? Like, or is everything like a package deal? Okay, so you know the concept of a good enough mother. Mm -hmm. Okay, so just to explain this quickly, we explain that there's no such thing as a perfect mother, right? Yeah. The good enough mother is the perfect mother, right? Because if you were perfect, you would be neurotic, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to be good enough. You need to make mistakes. I kind of feel like that with the seasons also, because if there was the perfect, there's no perfect. If I had sun all year round, I would miss the winter. Mm -hmm. So there is no perfect seasons it's the good enough in so a there's way. always going to be something to complain about wherever you are exactly and you just have to kind of appreciate what you have when you have it um and how much time you have of it and there's no con there there would be if i lived in florida i would miss the, i would miss the fall i'd miss the spring i'd miss the winter a little bit I'd yeah be like, oh, i really want to go skiing let's go to new york for the weekend you know what i mean it's always that way like things that like we used to have become nostalgic even if we hated it when we had it like exactly. when you look back it's like oh i wish the, i wish the, i wish i had the winter and it's like yeah. You don't like. I mean, my cousin lives in Bonnie Rock, and she hates the heat. Mm -hmm. So she's so jealous of me in New York. You know, yeah. she has the heat almost all year round. Right. And so it's it's really I think like it's important to keep that in mind. Like as we find ourselves complaining, I think for me I want to turn my mind to like what can I do about it? Like right. how can I fix it? And how can I not just fix like the situation, right. but also just fix my thoughts right. about that's it? That's what it is. We can't change the fact that the winter is coming and the winter is long, but we can change our mentality. We're not going to look at this as a time to endure. We're going to buckle down. We're going to get cozy. And we're going to see what can we get out of it. Look I love at that. it as a little bit of like a fresh start. Yeah. You know, it's the winter is coming. The mm -hmm. whole summer I was out for lunch. What can, I can organize my house. I can start making dinners again. I can, you know, work on some hobbies. I can work out on the gym. Like mm -hmm. what are things that I have been falling to the side that during this time right now I can focus? Yes. Personally, 
professionally. There's so many areas that it's the time now to focus on. It's almost like instead of having a fuzzy brain, having a clear, calm brain. Where like you just have this time to just be like calm, to focus on what you need to get to, not so many distractions. Mm -hmm. And it's an opportunity. And I love that it's an opportunity. And I hope that we really both get the most out of it this year. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking back to the seasonal affective disorder. I know I'm jumping a bit, but I guess that's what this podcast is about, (laughs) Um, even though generally we're both like very focused people. In terms of seasonal affective disorder, like one of the things that I read up about is that people who, let's say, are in the winter in New York, but then will go back home because let's say they're studying abroad here. Um, If they go back home to Florida during their winter break or they go back for like a month, after two weeks, the symptoms will go away, which is very interesting because it really shows you how much it is dependent on the light and the cold. Like it is environmental. And those people, some some of the times they're on antidepressant medication just for the winter, and then they go off of it for the summer. They don't need to take it anymore. And so the symptoms are so correlated with the environment, which is so important to recognize. And, you know, sometimes then it's important for people to to think about, like, when you're choosing a place to live, how will it affect my body and Mm -hmm. how will it affect my mood? Because it really is a strong correlation between your environment and how you feel yeah and i think that you know sometimes even just like kind of planning that trip to the sun in the winter Mm -hmm. you know somewhere and a lot of study shows that just the planning of it and the anticipation of the trip you know is 80 percent of the excitement but maybe go somewhere sunny for a day or two so that way you can get that you know get that vitamin d get that sun get that restart a little bit to be able to get through the rest of the winter like do it kind of midway through for people who can't get away you know sometimes it just doesn't work in your schedule um, you know, there are other things to do right. that can help. I, I was reading that, you know, finding kind of like a specific hobby or something like to, to take on in the winter really helps mm-hmm. with like feelings of like sadness. Yeah. And I think like it's important to note to, to what you had said before is that we are talking maybe from a place of privilege right. um, where like there it is a privilege to be able to go on a midwinter vacation. It is a privilege to go and live somewhere right. that's warm. And so like I think like we have Not to keep that in mind. That. Overall, I think that really going down and like researching this topic of winter blues has taught me so much about the fact that it doesn't have to be something to endure and you know we can and kind of what you said like we can take control of the situation we don't have to let it control us and if it's setting personal professional goals if it's you know whatever it is that you decide to do over the next few months to look at it as an opportunity yeah and not just a time to endure Right. For me, I think like the biggest pieces, like I said earlier, is make sure my surroundings are keeping me comfortable. Make sure you're physically comfortable because if you're not physically comfortable, you're going to be miserable. It's so important to do what you have to to make your body comfortable. The same way in the summer, you have to do it, right? You have to make sure you have the proper air conditioning so that way you're not like sticky and sweaty. Here, you know, we have the opposite effects where you're just, you're freezing. Um, And so make sure that you are properly warmed and do what you can to make that happen, right? The right clothing. And, you know, earlier I was thinking like winter is the best time because because you sort of get dressed, but you don't really have to get dressed because it's like you just stick a coat on anything and you just can wear boots and like leggings and you're good to go and you like dress like I think like that's just like the easiest to appreciate. Yeah, Yeah. that is something to appreciate. You can't do that in the summer. Yeah. And I guess I would be really curious to like hear from listeners. um, What are some things that they concerns they have about the winter? Like what are some worries and what are some things that they've seen that has helped them? Mm -hmm. And then I'm curious for us to also to kind of check in after the winter and see has this conversation has this thinking about these kind of things, has it helped us? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because, you know, as like, I think as we delved into it, like we find more and more that comes up, like I'm thinking now about driving in the winter is scary, right? Thinking right. back to like all the ice on the floor, the black ice, um, thinking about the shoveling, like and the dirtiness of that. One time last year, I was driving home from an event at like 12 o'clock at right, night. I remember this. It was probably like one of the scariest days of, right. of my life. I was driving and it was dark. I was alone in the car and I was on the highway. And all of a sudden there was no snow on the radar. Like it didn't say right. it was going to be bad weather and it just started snowing insanely. Like I didn't even know which direction the wind was coming from because it felt like it was coming from every single direction and my car couldn't handle the wind. And so I just like didn't know like do I call the police? Like do I call my husband? Like what right. do I what do I do? Who can help me? And it's like really nobody. And I see like I can't even notice the car in front of me even though all of its lights are on. And so what I do is I slow down as all the other cars slow down. Everybody's keeping space in between each other. And then I realize like the car, I don't even know which direction I'm going. I can't even wow. See the street. I don't even know if I'm on the road anymore. Yeah. And like, I was lucky that on the side that it wasn't just a barrier and then a cliff. There was actually like grass on the side of the. I think it might have been the Palisades or something. And um, and I just stopped and I like looked at the at the. Um, I was able to see where my car is based on like the GPS. Mm -hmm. And my my husband's looking at me. He's like, "You're not on the road." Wow. He's like, and I'm like, "It looks like a road." Wow. And he's like, "It's not a road." And so I was like, "You know what? Let me sit here for a little bit." And I sat there and it was super super scary because I didn't know if a car would see me, wouldn't see me. I right. put my hazards on as much as possible but like after 15 minutes it cleared up but within those 15 minutes like i didn't know if i'm gonna sleep in the car that night wow. like i didn't know if the car would just like flip around and so like those are like some of the memories on the one hand now i look back and i'm like oh like that was a funny story to mm -hmm. tell but like in that moment i was petrified for my life right. and so like some of that is like unpredictable with the weather right. and like driving in the snow can be scary driving in the hail can be very scary as well yeah. um and so like these are some of the things that come up in the winter like that yes concern me but also like for the elderly people like thinking of any elderly relatives or like people who have like broken bones because right. of falls or like bro broke their hip or um, things like that. Like you have to be super, super cautious, like on the ice and um, and just in winter, winter weather brings yeah. up a lot. And on that note, enjoy yeah. your winter. <laughs> What a way to like finish up, right? Like we started off with all the things we love about winter right. and now it's like warning, be careful. Yeah, I guess they're, we're, we're just being, we're not trying to be like kind of like the toxic positivity of like winter is great. Like right. there are concerns, personal experiences, yeah. concerns for other people. Like it's not easy. But if we try to shift our mentality while still accepting the things that are hard for us and being mindful of the things that could be dangerous, yeah, we can hopefully have a better winter than we had last year. Yeah. So yeah, this is really interesting and we're excited to share it with everybody and we will continue more next time. Yep. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Bye.